Hi everyone. So, as we weren't able to perform in the theatre anymore due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the episodes from now on were recorded online and streamed. You can catch us every other Friday live at 8pm British time on the Bristol Improv Theatre's Twitch channel. The episodes will also be available on the Bitch YouTube channel a few days after the live shows. To find us, just search for the Bristol Improv Theatre, that's Bristol, B-R-I-S-T-O-L, in either Twitch or YouTube. You're listening to Cat Horsing Around, Part 2. Cue the music! Welcome to the Tales of Adventure podcast. We follow the amusing and often absurd adventures of Bagsy Badley, Trim Toscobble, the Reverend Hatchet, and Jeffrey Banjo, as they haphazardly muddle their way through a world full of magic, mystery, and mischief. Welcome, returning travellers, to part two of episode two of season 11 of Tales of Adventure. (laughs) We resume our story at a pivotal moment. Their foes defeated. Our brave adventurers have taken the moment and seized their opportunity to combine a splash of milk that was cursed to be too cold to drink with a cup of tea that was cursed to be too hot to drink. Reverend Hatchet takes a sip and experiences what can only be described as a uniquely awful sensation as he gets both sort of like an ice cream headache and a burned tongue at the same time. Oh, that's that's tough. Yeah, Yeah, that's rough. Sorry, sorry, Reverend. That looks tough. You alright? Oh, I mean, the maths was there, wasn't it? Really, it, it sort of it yeah. a Goldilocks effect. It should have been okay, but it no. could have been yeah. something wonderful. Yeah, two extremes, mate. Sorry. <laughs> Disappointing cups of tea aside, it seems that there is now nothing standing between you and your goal of murdering a cow, <laughs> except to cross the room and climb up through the trapdoor in the ceiling that Trim Toscobble has already come down through because she was pushed by that self-same cow just moments ago. Wait. Your quest looks as though it's nearly at an end, just halfway through the second episode out of three. <laughs> Surely there will be no third act twist. Easy. Um, um, there's loads of stuff in this room, um, and I don't just Yeah, need... the floor is littered with stuff. I think I think we should have a look at some of it. Um, Should we have a look at it? Should we all say we can each pick one item? Yeah, and then I'm going to have five to remind us of this because this is like it's got to be one of the easiest missions that we've ever ever done. I mean, as as a party. I mean, took a lot of 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 mortal wounds, but but sure, yeah, it's been fine. It's been fine. Sure, okay. They're all all mortal, though, aren't they? I walk like five paces and then pick up the first thing I see. Uh, whilst I generate Bagsy's random first thing she sees, I'd just <laughs> like to take a brief sidebar uh, to note the extreme confidence that you've got in saying this is an easy quest when I've <laughs> literally opened the quest by swearing to kill you all. 
<laughs> yeah, Multiple times. Pretty. Uh, pretty uh, Bagsy. Nah, he doesn't you find. Mean, doesn't mean. You find a piece of old toast. Oh. It's, Yum. It's, it's really dry. Brown or white? So I, I nibble on it and then I'm like, oh man, if I knew there was something to drink around it's, it's, here. It's brown, then... it's multi seeded. Oh, it's like granary, granary bread. I'm down with that. Yeah, it would it'd be really lovely if it had been freshly toasted, but it's it's so old, it's dry, it's kind of it's it's almost crispy, but not like I, in the good way. I am going to keep this though, this seeded piece of dry toast. Mm. Fair. A long journey back, you might want a snack. Oh, I've got plans. <laughs> with, with what the toast? Got plans with the toast? <laughs> I do. Got toast oh, Bexy! Excellent. Oh, Bexy! <laughs> Uh, uh, Trims, you said you were going to have five, huh? I would have many items, as many as I can. And um, I find I look, I see there's a book, and I, I'm not a very wise person. I will be the first to admit that. Um, and I don't have many learns in my backpack, so I'm going to take a look at one of these books and be like, oh, I might learn a thing or two. Um, so the 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 books seem to be all part of one collection. Yeah. Uh, the one that you've picked up, you read the title on the spine, and it is A Library of Books on Totally Unethical Goat Farming, Volume 13. Well, I suppose I should start at Volume 1. Um, okay, I'm so going to rummage around for Volume yeah. 1. Is there a volume Yeah, you find, you, you find Volume 1 not too difficult. You open it up on the first page. It says, First Rule of Totally Unethical Goat Farming. Steal some goats. Okay, I, I could. I think I could do that. I think I could do that. I'm going to try and cram volumes one to five in my bag. And, out of um, out of at least thirteen, I won't be able to carry all of them. My bag isn't very big. Just take the prime numbers. <laughs> There's only three in that, isn't there? One, seven. One is 13? not a prime number. One's no. not a prime number. Three is. Three. I thought one was a prime number. So. As is five. Uh, the prime nu- the prime numbers between one and thirteen are two, three, five, seven, eleven, and thirteen. There you go. I did not know that. Take those away. <clears throat> I was just thinking the thing that Dungeons and Dragons show needed was more maths. More maths. Yeah. <laughs> well, Trim's learning. It's and fun I'm learning, to learn. And that's, <laughs> and that's what's good. Trim wanted to learn, and, and now she uh, is. There's also Trim, there's that gold coin that you threw to distract the cats. But you keep mentioning. <laughs> well, it's because it's, it's next it's next to your foot. And it's based on historical precedent, I feel like you know, it's take... the it's the kind of thing you would notice. Like I'm I not think... saying you have to take it, it's just you know, you, you tend to focus quite almost laser like on golden shiny things. Well, I'm gonna pick up the golden shiny thing and um Take a closer look. Is there anything strange about this golden shiny thing? Well, it's just, it's a lovely shiny uh, gold coin. It doesn't appear to be unusual. Um, it, well, actually, um, you do the kind of like the old timey kind of like bite the coin to see like how pure it is. Uh, and it, hmm. it's really soft. You put teeth marks into it. You're pretty sure this is solid gold, which would actually make it worth quite a lot more than a gold piece because gold pieces aren't made of solid gold anymore because what would that do to the economy? I mean, really, you can't have coins be worth the metal they're made of. Yeah, no, 
it's a whole other podcast that it's mm. a whole mm. other thing <laughs> fantasy economics ask me how <laughs> anyway uh, yeah it's it, it it appears to be a, a reasonably valuable gold coin as much definitely as not feel. mildly cursed <laughs> as much as i feel like i shouldn't take this at all i don't know that trim has the wisdom to to know mm. so um she's gonna just pop it in her sock she's gonna pop it in her sock there keep it safe Keep is that where you keep your other coins? Uh, no, no, my 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 coins are in is my. Yes, huge bulging ankles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got, <laughs> got cankles. And and it's amazing it's... how you can be so stealthy, isn't it? Really, because mm. you really <laughs> jingle around all over the place, like a Morris dancer with every step. Mm. But the plus side of that is, if it is solid gold and it's in your sock, you can use it. You can swing your sock and use it to bludgeon people later. Uh, so, Trim, as you put the coin in your uh, sock, uh, you hear a strange kind of like crunching noise from your bag. Mm. It's sort of like a crunch. Mine, my books on unethical goat farming. Under what circumstances the books go crunch? <laughs> I thought they might have crunched the other things in the bag, like squash what, things. Or... What other things have you got in your bag that would go crunch? I've got my ball bearings. I've got my. What is but ball bearings thieves, don't go crunch? I've got my thieves disguise kit, which might have it, it, bits it, of paper and the like. Well, uh, all right, it, it, it might do. It's it it it, it, okay. it sounded more kind of like um uh it, it didn't sound like paper. It it wasn't like a crumbling. It was a crunching. I'm I'm gonna take my bag off and um have a look, see what's going on. Uh, so there's the books. Uh, there's all your ball bearings, there's your thieves tools, there's your disguise kit, there's your spiky helmet, because I think you took that off briefly. Yeah, I love that. The, the weird bit is um, the, the little bit in your, the pocket in your bag that uh, you put all your gold coins, like your gems in, um, is full of seashells. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so sad. Amazing. Trim, Trim has a little cry. And, and you know when they kind of, like in a tragic scene where people like pick things up and like it runs through their fingers and they're like, why? Trim's going to do that. She's going to like, ah! and she's going to be like, how could this? She's going to throw them around. She's going to like have a bit of a tantrum and just throw them around. And um, and yeah. back, Banksy sees this and because Banksy isn't that materialistic, she doesn't really care about money. Um, she is going to turn around um, just so that Trim can't see her laughing. She's just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm because she thinks it's quite funny. I'm going to try and... I'm going to go to Trim and give it a look. Hey, don't worry. Like, I don't have any material possessions or, or, or money or anything. Look at me. I'm okay. You're not okay, <laughs> Redford. You're not okay. You say you're okay, but you're clearly not. I'm what? mostly made of fungus. What do you mean he's not okay? I just get the sense that deep within this mossy friend of mine, there's a heart that beats some sadness. I don't know if I've got a heart. That's my point. No, I mean, I mean, I just, I don't know if, if this body works in the kind of like kind of normal respiratory kind of circulation way, sure. like a sure. normal human or mammal does anyway I, i'm a I, I think i do osmosis now do you mean photosynthesis yeah that as well that as well yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gotta hydrate through on you 
Trim's just going to keep crying, and throughout this, the rest ah. of this adventure, just imagine Trim crying and and just remembering. It's like when you remember that you've lost something, and and it's like, oh, this is a big um, loss. This is a big loss. All your tears will really moisten that toast I've got. Mm. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> But I, I still have um, plans for that toast, so I'm not going to moisten my toast with Trim's tears. Well, I, I don't like that you keep on saying plans for that toast. It's really distressing. <laughs> you don't want to get your toast day. too wet. Everybody knows it. Nobody likes a wet toast. You're not the only one that can have plans. Sometimes bags has got plans and they involve very, very dry toast. <laughs> Uh, do uh, just out of uh, idle curiosity, do any of your um, do any of your plans involve advancing the plot? Talk, no. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, sometimes. She's just going to carry on rooting around <laughs> through this pile of mildly cursed. It's um, well, as good. No, there was what? there was that cow that we needed. So should we should we go and off the uh, off the cow? You could oh, you could yeah. do. All right, let's let's go kill a cow. Why did we have to kill the cow again? Um. So because we're eighty five percent cursed. Oh, now. so we don't get any curse. We're unpure yeah. as well, and you're the only you're the only pure one. So you need I to be the I one was to stab the, the demon, cow in the not heart. The cow. We were helping the old oh, dude. Yeah, we have to get the heart from the cow, give it back to that strange old fortune teller. That is correct. And then he said that in return for that, he would help to lift the curse that you had been placed under by a mysterious and powerful godlike being, aka me, because I hate you. <laughs> Great, so let's kill the cow. Right, I'm going to lead the way up the trap door. Let's go. Mm, I mean, that's, I mean that's, that's easy enough. You're, you're collectively uh, smart enough, I suppose, to be able to climb up through a trap door. Although some of you are far too short. Um, do I need to throw anyone up? Can we do some boosting, please? Yes. Uh, I mean, you, you, you don't need to, but you certainly could choose to. All right, I throw Reverend Trim and Jeffrey. <laughs> Thank you. I can get up myself. <laughs> <laughs> but then, how do you get up, Bagsy? Um, I'm pretty tall. Um, can I reach it? Oh, you could probably. Yeah, I think you're supposed to be able to reach half your height up. So you could probably reach. Yeah, yeah, you could reach 15 feet above your head. No, yeah, no problem. Yes, you could do that. Yes. Um, I do that, but, but up. I do that, but I also do a couple of um, like press um, press ups. Chin up lots. You're just chin doing chin ups. Chin ups. Yeah, oh. just a few, just to you know, it's it's arm day, and then I get up. <laughs> uh, so Bagsy summarily throws the three of you through the trapdoor in the ceiling onto the roof of the tower, uh, and then does chin ups on the hole before climbing through herself. You find yourselves on the roof of the tower. It's circular and surrounded by a crenellated battlement. It's just flat stones here. And the only thing here that's really... A, well, I mean, it's it's not the only thing here. Like, you've got a really good view of the forest. Like, if you like forests, it's a really killer yes. view. You've got some rolling hills in the distance. Maybe yeah. maybe you can just gently see the glows of the city lights of Silver Crown. That's where you're supposed to be going uh, in the distance. The moon has just come out from behind a cloud. Looks quite pretty. Lovely. Uh, there's probably like room for a beautiful landscape to be illustrated in a ridiculously short amount of time here, if you felt the inclination. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what a delight! <laughs> but Wait, it... most importantly, 
looking at the four of you as you emerge from the trapdoor with big, round, friendly eyes is a highland cow covered in a long, luxurious coat of fluffy orange fur with great big horns on its head that curl round in a beautiful way. It's, it's just regarding you with the, the openness and curiosity of a truly innocent being. Right, who wants to um, open it up then? I, I wander over to it and I give it a lovely stroke and a chin scratch. Uh, the cow licks your hand. Um, I, I lick its hoof. <laughs> the cow, as you bend down to lick its hoof, the cow makes eye contact with you and you share a moment and you know that in a strange way you are kindred spirits. Yeah. For this cow, too, likes to fight and to do the other things that you like to do. Banging. Yes. Cool. Um, so how For do a get... moment, you, you, you feel a strange kinship to this cow and you think of your child and your husband who you haven't seen in literally years now and have actually remarried briefly, but then your new wife got killed by space mm. lightning. Mm. It's weird. Space lightning. Um, I'm I'm going to braid to this cow's hair. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyone? Anyone? Just off the top of their heads, what skill do you roll to braid a cow's hair? Animal handling. Sleight of hand. I don't think I. You could make an eye for any of those, really. Um. um uh, braiding <laughs> hair is an art. No, braiding hair is an art form. How good at that am I? Oh, that that would be performance then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, oh dear. Oh, uh, that's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> what have I done to the cow? Ripped its hair out. You, you start to braid the cow's hair, but then you realise as you share this sort of like motherly moment with the cow that it's been so long since you've seen your own child pickle badly. You've kind of lost touch with your mothering instinct and you find yourself just shedding a gentle tear as you tangle this cow's fur more and more <laughs> badly as you try and you're trying to do something nice for the cow but you can't you just there's your nurturing instinct has withered away and atrophied like like the legs of someone who's been paralyzed and it's 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 a horrible moment of realization what if what if your own child wanted their hair braided and now you can't do that mm. I'm I'm very sad now. <laughs> Two members of the party are crying on this rooftop with the cow. Um, I, I I I kiss the brow the cow's brow. <laughs> the cow licks away some of your salty tears because cows like salt licks. They do. They do. So, is is nobody going to open it up then? Uh... I'm I'm glowering at the cow and I'm like. That cow pushed me down the trap door. It, it's a twit. I've told you this uh, before. It's got a nasty little heart inside that cow. I'd Probably need to get it out uh, then, right? Maybe the cow will be nice again. Equally, well, I don't care if it dies. So. Well, just just a second. Do we have to kill kill the cow here? Can we not bring the cow to Loblo Watkins alive? No, do that. From Can behind you? the four of you, at this point, you hear the voice of Loblo Watkins. No, I'm already here. You can just kill it now. Uh, uh, what? You spin round and he's 
just casually leaning on one of the crenellations, still wrapped in a cloak, still really weirdly handsome, given how old he is. That mustache, it's the, it's the Tom Selleck mustache. You can't, yeah, that's what you said. Yeah. You can't tear your eyes away from it. He's how, kind of, how did you... He seems very nonchalant. Um, how, how did you get up on top of the top of the tower? How did, how did you... Oh, I, I flew. You could have done this. You didn't need us to do this. No, I still need you to kill the cow. I can't. It's, you know, it's, I can't get, I can't get in it. I'd, I'd like to. I'd very much like to. He kind of like reaches out and kind of like makes a graspy motion at the cow, but his hands kind of stop a, it's just about a foot away. It's like, I can't. It's, it's part of the magic thing. Uh, Ichthor was very, uh, was very careful about it. He's, he was a bit of a collector. You've probably seen his collection of cursed stuff. Yeah. Oh, but yes, we, we yes. killed Ichthor though, isn't it? Wouldn't I have lifted it? Nah, it doesn't work like that. Oh, okay. I kind of wish it did, but in this specific situation, it has not worked like that. And I still need you four to kill that cow to give me my heart back so that I can put it back in. And he flashes his robe open again. My heart hole. Mm. It's at that very very moment while he's flashing us his heart (laughs) hole that I throw the dry piece of toast (laughs) into his heart. Into his heart. Into his heart. heart. Oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Dry and crispy. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you've not rolled well. <laughs> well then... Perhaps you failed to consider the ballistic properties of a slice of extremely yeah. old dry toast. It's all in the rest. But what actually happens is that it's sort of. It sort of cartwheels through the air a bit weirdly and does a couple of flips and bounces off the corner of his heart hole and then lands on the ground at his feet. And there's a couple of crumbs that go in there, you think, but certainly not a whole slice. He looks at the toast on the floor and then he looks up at you and he kind of pulls like a a bemused shrug. What, What was that for? Um, I just, I really wanted to defeat you and say you're toast. <laughs> you wanted to defeat me? What, are are, are we enemies? I don't no. feel like we're enemies. I offered to lift a curse from you if you got my heart out no. of that cow. And you've you've not gotten the heart out of the cow. And now you're throwing toast into a, a very private place. I mean, you are flashing it, to be fair. <laughs> oh, so so what? So so I was asking for people to throw toast into my heart hole just because you could see it. That is victim blaming of the highest caliber. What? I am not convinced that you're good enough to be the heroes to kill that cow and give me my heart back. You you seem like you're you seem like you're pretty mean people. Oh well, well maybe we are. That's the case. Maybe we should just go home and um, leave you be. Good luck with getting the cow. Um, well, hey, what? Well, I, I didn't say that. I mean, uh, may, maybe most of you are, you know, kind of, kind of shitty people. But I, I know at yeah. least one of you, at least one of you, is pure of heart. Isn't that right, Jeffrey? Apparently so. Yeah. I, I, does that mean I've got to kill the cow? I don't want to kill the cow. Well, no, but I mean, you you should want to help me because we had a deal, right? You don't want to go back on your words. No, 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 no. Of course not. No. But still, it's, like, I just, uh, it's killing the cow, you know. I'm all right with demons and stuff like that because that's quite heroic, isn't it? I can put that in my book. But, like, 
Killing a cow doesn't seem that heroic. You can you you can you can put in your book it. that a demon fell on you and the dagger you were holding went into his into his chest. That's not how it's going to be in the book. But uh, are you going to lie you in know, your I book? Killed, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know leave certain things out and maybe uh, exaggerate certain things. For it's what people expect in a memoir. Anyway, killing a cow you cut there's you can exaggerate so much if you want, but it's not going to make it any more heroic, is it? It's just it's just a cow up here. The top of it's not castle. the first time that you've killed an innocent animal that was just minding its own business. Yeah, yes, squirrels fine. recently. Yeah, you killed a lot of squirrels quite recently. Squirrels are food. There was that alligator. There was that alligator you exploded <clears throat> in the sewers. No, that alligator started it. That the alligator did did start it. Also, I didn't kill any of them. I deny all allegations. I really do. Allegations. <laughs> Haven't you been taking credit for killing the dragon that I killed, though? No. On the cloaca incident. The... Uh, Normella human woman. Oh, I, was th- very... that is like, yeah, me and, you know, my my crew, yeah. I suppose we were all complicit then. After she made you the dragon bard. That's, she bestowed a great honour upon you and then you just turned around and killed her. I think she well. did also, did she try to kill a lot of people? Yeah, yeah she, did. she did a lot of that. She was bad. She, she, this is my point, um, though, is that like anybody that I've been complicit in killing has been bad, or it's been self-defense. Cow and done well, anything to me. Yeah, that this cow cow, well, no, lovely. Th- th- is it though? It didn't it push your friends down that trapdoor? Hasn't hasn't this cow been consorting with demons? I, know, I look I'm at the cow in the eye. What vibe do I get? Do I get a demon cow? Uh, cows have such vibe. Lovely eyes. What vibe? You just do... what vibe? Yeah. <laughs> vibe. You, you look at you look the cow in the eye. Yeah. Vibe check. I guess that would be insight. What? How do you have yeah. plus thirteen in that as well? I know things. God, fucking bards. <laughs> okay, so that's a seven plus thirteen is twenty. You look the cow in the eye and you do get, you do get a sort of Trixie vibe from the cow. Like evil Trixie or like, like fun Trixie? Uh, I don't know. You, you're not quite sure. Okay. Like you, you feel like there's something more to the cow that has not yet been revealed, possibly, that the cow knows about and is kind of like doing, you know, when you look someone in the eye and you think they're concealing a secret and it's not like quite a smirk, but they've got like a twinkle. Yeah, uh, Bagsy, you know the the the, circle, the zone of truth, the circle of truthy. You know you can compel people to tell the truth. Does that work for animals? Can I message the cow and see if it reacts? I mean, more to the more to the point, you can't like cows can't talk. Yeah, I know, no, <laughs> oh, yeah. but th- this is the point though. They? I'm getting like I'm getting a vibe that there's something more to this cow. I want like to see if I can message it. And, yeah, exactly. If you're trying to determine whether or not the cow is evil, then one of you is a paladin. That's or a thing. Really, you can... a cow is what I'm yeah. getting at, or whether they've been trapped uh, or cursed themselves. Oh, you, you think this is something somebody else? Yeah, uh, it's an ex uh, something that is now a cow. Well, I, I'm going to cast speak with animals. Oh, that's fair. Okay. And then we're going to get this cow to to spill its guts. Possibly, possibly metaphorically, possibly literally. We'll see how the chats go. Yeah. Mr. Cow. Or, it's or so. Ms. Cow, actually. Mi- mi- Ms. Ms. Cow. Ms. Cow. But, I mean, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Bags, if you've if you've got any truth related ideas, just 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 throw them in there. Ms. Ms. Cow. Um, oh, I, I cast Zone of Truth. <laughs> okay. Uh, the cow fails its save. Uh, Reverend Hatchet, you fail your save. Trim, you fail your save. Uh, Jeffrey, I think passes. No. Yes, Jeffrey passes, but it's the only person to pass the save. No. What What about um, Loblo? Uh, he passes. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Reverend Hatchet, Trim, and the cow are all now telling the 100% the truth and cannot tell a lie. Ms. Cow, are you yes. really? Yes. Are you really a cow? Mm, yes. Have you always been a cow? Ask her that. Mm, yes. Okay. Do you have multiple? Have ask you her, got, got multiple hearts? Any grass? Um, what like weed? I, I mean, arguably, I I am kind of made from grass, but that's not. Um, a cow bites you. Ow! Oh. Why I you told t- you. I'm going to pat it away. Just, hey. You take two damage as it takes a very oh, small God. chunk of your arm. I told you. Can you, can you, can you explain why my friend here would get a tricksy vibe from you? You taste funny. That is, you are maybe I know that something is... you don't know. Oh, okay, right. Uh, I um, love the idea that we're just hearing just moos yeah. like, coming from both of these guys. They're just going, <laughs> the cars just go moo. And a, br- a brief going, excerpt moo. of what the conversation sounds like from the outside. <laughs> Ask me a question in moos, Reverend Hatchet. Right, this this cow's being tricksy as shit. I mean, I telling the you. truth but being very evasive. Jeffrey, if you don't want to kill the cow, I am more than happy to kill the cow. Um. um Trim, you're not pure of heart. You're, uh, you're, we you've could... got a dark heart. Okay, look, Miss Miss Cow. It's true. Miss Cow. Yeah, I'm really not very nice. Mm, yes. I'm going to level with you unless you give me a really great reason. One of my friends here is going to kill you and rip out your heart any minute now. Moo. The cow is uh, doing sort of like a laughing moo. moo. Dare really advert. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah he's gonna... <laughs> and now we're just going to go to our sponsors for a second. Why, why would you? Why <laughs> would you laugh? Laugh, Moo. Why would you? Why would you laugh? Moo, laugh. Moo. I'm not the one who's going to die. Moo. You are. All of you. Moo. <laughs> why? Why would we die? Uh, the cow moves again in laughter, and from behind you, a voice that sounds a little bit like the voice of Loblo Watkins, but not really at all now, says, 
because I am going to kill you all. <laughs> As you turn, you can see that Loblo Watkins has crouched over and seems to be growing in size. He swells up until he is six foot tall. He casts aside his cloak to reveal that he is not a wizened human man with a hole where his heart should be, but instead bedecked in fine silks in reds, purples, and gold. He is a tiger-headed humanoid and stands looming above you, claws on the ends of his hands, but you also notice that his hands are like on backwards. So his yeah. left hand is a right hand and his right hand is a left hand. Creepy. It's a bit confusing. He has what can only be described as the smuggest look in the world on his tigery face. As he says, I was never any mere human fortune teller. I am your doom. <laughs> well, now I'm even more cross. Uh, I don't know if any of you would actually recognise what kind of strange, horrible demon monster he is, which is a bit of a shame because it's going to be the pun title of the next episode. Mm. Uh, mm. I'll, I'll tell you now, he is a, a, a Rakshasa. Yeah, yeah someone, Rakshasa. In the someone in the comments got it well quick. Ten points to that person in the comments. Um, okay. <laughs> You have indeed been cursed by a power from on high, and I am the one who is going to get the job done. Do you know how much of a promotion I am going to get for killing you? I won't just be some demonic trickster type thing. Once you're dead, I'm going to be the god of demonic trickster type things. There's going to be, it's going to be a whole new niche in the pantheon, just, just for me. Who are you working for? You're going to kill us. You may as well tell us everything you know. Ha! Yeah, that's what, what usually they do happens. in the movies. Yeah, what they usually do. <laughs> as is the custom. Exposition? Exposition? Do you think I'm so stupid as to tell you my evil plot and reveal the details of my scheme just before we fight so that I can die and then you can move on, probably after a big long fight, to the next thing up and progress some sort of sorting scale of ever tougher foes so that you get gradually stronger as the people you fight get gradually stronger that's bloody stupid no as i'm he's not doing going this, can we all start to like sort of move towards the trapdoor exit <laughs> as you sort of saying we keep like you can certainly try but as you reach it you notice that the, where the trapdoor is is now just solid roof of the tower Oh. Cool, 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 his cool, cool. tiger face smirks again. Does he still have his Tom Selleck moustache and a tiger face? Oh, yes. Oh, lovely. <laughs> I'm imagining him as like a really trashy, like, playboy kind of guy. He's like, he's got all the, like, like a swishman pool. He's like, he's really rich and luxurious. And like, like, like he's wearing like a robe and like a hairy chest. I don't, I'm just imagining that, that is pretty much it. If you imagine like uh, Tiger Hugh Hefner with his yeah. hands on backwards, you're not far off the point. Mm. Uh, but with the mustache, yeah. the mustache is important. Yeah. If he's got backwards hands, does that mean he can't pick things up? Are they like he's probably got his own special way? No, he just needs to pick them up like on the other side. 
So like you, with your right hand, you would normally reach from the right to pick something up, but he uses his right hand and reaches from the left. But what if he needs to pick something up two-handed? Like, how does he... Cross him over. But isn't that... Don't yeah, you get in he, your he, own he way? Cross... Sorry, are you asking him how his hands work? You distract him, Reverend. You distract Weird, him. Weird, isn't it? Wait, okay, so you come to actually kill us. Is that is that that's correct? Game? Yes, so I have. Wh- why why make us go through all of this up the tower and kill yeah, the down the tower to lure you into the perfect environment where I control literally everything? Behold, he waves his hand, and the forest around you folds itself up and vanishes until you're just in the top of the tower and around you is simply a flat, white, infinite plane that stretches off into the distance. He waves another hand and the moon turns into the sun and suddenly it's bright as day. Here I am all powerful and I can crush you like the bugs you are. He seems to grow larger and larger as though you were using a telescope and magnifying him bigger and bigger and bigger until it seems like you are all just ants at his feet. He bends down and his face fills the sky above you as he reaches out with his weird backwards hand to menacingly threaten you with his claws. And there's nothing you can do about it. Is there indeed nothing they can do about it? What the heck am I doing throwing a ridiculously powerful creature at these chumps? Will I finally manage to kill one or more of them permanently? Find out in the next episode of Tales of Adventure! You've been listening to the Tales of Adventure podcast. The Dungeon Master was played by Steve Clements. Bagsy Badley by Alice Taylor Matthews. Reverend Hatchet by Tom Bridges. Trim Tosscobble by Cat Murphy. And Jeffrey Banjo by Steve Brown. Follow us on Twitter at at Tales underscore Adventure. On Facebook at Official TOA Show. And join us in the audience with tickets from improvtheatre.co.uk. See you next time for some more Tales of Adventure!